From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, June 21st. I'm Sarah Reif. As the region heads into a dry spell expected to rival the drought of 1977, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission has approved a much-reduced flow of water to Lake Mendocino and Potter Valley. The lake and Potter Valley Irrigation District have relied heavily on water from the east branch of the Russian River from the Eel River via the Potter Valley Water Project, which includes Scott Dam and Lake Pillsbury behind it. The project is still owned and operated by PG&E, which recently requested authorization to reduce the flows to the east branch from 25 cubic feet per second to 5. The company has asked for the variance to end when Lake Pillsbury's storage exceeds 36,000 acre-feet in October or is superseded by another variance. Last week, Lake Pillsbury was at just a little over 42% of target storage for this time of year, according to Sonoma Water. Janet Polly of the Potter Valley Irrigation District says this has hit the small agricultural community hard. She spoke with KZYX on Friday afternoon as temperatures climbed to 108 degrees. Well, actually, the water availability for Potter Valley Irrigation District has been diminished by 75%. The FERC variance has limited the East Branch Russian River flows to 5 CFS. That effectively Uh, eliminates all appropriative water right uses below the Potter Valley project, below the tail race. But PVID also has a contract with PG&E to deliver 50 CFS cubic feet per second, and that has been decreased by more than half. So we've lost in total availability, again, 75% of our water supply. It's a very, very significant reduction in flows through the tunnel into the east branch of the Russian River, which, of course, then affects everybody who's downstream of the powerhouse with an appropriative water right, Uh, anyone who's dependent on water in Lake Mendocino, because the inflows to Lake Mendocino are going to be, or have been diminished. This all started on May 5th when we got the, the FERC variance request response from FERC, and they just yesterday uh, confirmed that they are approving of that variance, and it will be revisited on August 13th. So PG&E now is sending regular reports to FERC on conditions at Lake Pillsbury, And um, the goal here of this whole variance is to protect storage in Lake Pillsbury. It's about 36,000 acre-feet today. They do not want it to get below 12,000 acre-feet because there's the potential for um, threatening the infrastructure of that dam. Uh, The water is released from Scott Dam from the base of the dam in a needle valve. And if the water behind the dam gets too low, there's a potential for, th- for slumping of the slopes of the lake inside the dam. If that were to occur, it could potentially bury the outlet structure for the needle valve. And then there wouldn't be a way to get water out of Lake Pillsbury at all. We know what the variance is now. We know what water we will have available for the summer, for the rest of the summer but we don't know what the summer really is going to look like. For example, we don't know how hot it's going to be. I mean, if if today is any indication of what the rest of the summer is going to look like, then the reduction in the storage levels at Lake Pillsbury will, will 
go down faster than what is anticipated due to evapotranspiration. Uh, evaporation of that water supply is part of what's figured into the overall decision for how much water needed to be kept in the lake. So obviously the hotter it is, the faster it'll evaporate. At some point, we may, there may be a, re, a further reduction in the flows. We just, we don't know. It's really a very difficult situation for agriculture. Um, the priority for water use regionally is first for health and human safety. Then after that, the next priority would be in-stream flows for endangered species. And finally, uh, flows for agriculture and other consumptive users. Timing is everything. Last week's spatter of moisture washed expensive applications of sulfur treatment off of the grapes, leaving them more vulnerable to mildew. But ordering up more substantial quantities of water is not like turning on the tap. For example, if you call the irrigation district and say, uh, I'd like to get water at the next time it's available. It might be 15 or 20 days from that day. We, we know how much water we have that's going to be available. Uh, and we've, pri- we've made a decision to allocate the amount of water we have to the various commodities in the valley based on what their average use is. This isn't per customer. We have over 300 customers in the valley. But for example, we have a certain amount of water that we've allocated per acre for pastures, for the folks who grow hay and raise cattle, for vineyards and for pear orchards and for row crops. It's sort of like saying, here's your bucket of water. You use it the way you'd like to. When it's gone, there will be no more. We just heard from Janet Polly of the Potter Valley Irrigation District and the Inland Water and Power Commission. You can find our previous interview with Alicia Heyman of Friend of the Eel River on our website. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.